Hey guys, and welcome to episode 12 of the Boiling Point Podcast. My name is Jonathan, and I'm here with my co-host, DJ John Doe. I mean, as you can see, we got shooters up in here. So uh, we got a very interesting show uh, today. Obviously, we're going to give our... Uh, NBA Finals review for the past two games, the two past games. two uh, manslaughters. Man slaughter, slaughters, slaughters. But before we get into that, we got to get into Jason Whitlock. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, it's it's just like the thing is about Jason Whitlock is I have I haven't liked him forever now. I didn't know and he was. A, I didn't even know who he was. I I mean I knew who he was because you, you guys know I'm a Miami Heat fan and during the Big Three I was ever he would always talk about lebron james and d wade and how the reason why they act so mature is because they didn't have any fathers and their fathers abandoned them essentially yo jason woodlock's the type of dude that's gonna get snuffed in the face oh no it's 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 bound to happen yo he's going to get snuffed and so yeah so you know uh, a couple weeks ago could have easily talked about him with the whole thing with lavar ball and the and um what happened with christine Leahy from Fox Fox Sports. Stay in your lane. And, you know, Charlamagne pretty much said that Jason Whitlock is like doesn't see that what what what's happening is that she played the feminist card and also the big black man scaring the white lady and how that does play a role in it. And then Jason Whitlock's like, oh, I, black man has nothing to do with it when it really does in terms of reaction. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't talk. I didn't say anything about that. But this time, like Jason Whitlock is just he. The, his past counts was unbelievable. You you, you want to tell our audience what they what he said? No, go ahead. He be, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Just uh, I just gotta say, big you gone too far. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I have a terrible Jamaican action, so I'm not my, gonna try that. My, mine's bad too, but uh, it's yeah. bad than mine, man. So he essentially said um, the thing what happened with LeBron James, and we all know his mansion in LA was vandalized, and someone wrote the N word on it or a racial slur, most likely the N word. It was N-word, yeah. It was N-word, yeah. yeah. And Jason Woodlock pretty much said that this is not an act of racism for LeBron. It's just an inconvenience because he has money. Yeah. And he wasn't at the home, and he had a worker who cleaned it up for him, and he didn't get to see it. He also added that racism is only stuff that poor people deal with. So being that LeBron is rich, he doesn't deal with racism. He deals with inconvenience. And he went on to say the same thing about Oprah and other who we all know the famous story about Oprah, how they didn't let her into um, a store because she was black until they found out that she was Oprah Winfrey. Exactly. So I don't know what he's talking about. And I've been saying this for years. Maybe they don't let him into the gym because he's black. That's probably why. I mean, Charlamagne did say if you don't lose 200 pounds, he ain't going to talk to him anymore or talk about him. And man, Jason Malak, he, he is, he is. The definition of a house Negro. Mm. That exact for those for those of you guys who don't know what a house Negro is, it essentially states back to the times of slavery, where you know you had two different slaves: slaves working in the field and slaves working in the house. And normally, the house slaves were the ones who were um, who thought that the white man wasn't so bad because they're working in the house. Mm-hmm. And so, what they would do is make the slaves sympathize for the white man and say, well, "No, no, no! What these white men are doing is okay." They're taking care of us and all that stuff. And they're the ones who saw who they didn't see anything wrong with slavery. They just saw it as the white man taking care of them. They went to protect the white man, even though the white man was treating them like garbage. Malcolm X. Malcolm X had a great speech when he was on an interview back um, back in the day, obviously. Rest in peace to, to the GOAT. And he would just say the mindset of a 
a house Negro would be like if he wore whatever the master wore. So he wore the master's hand-me-downs. Whatever scraps the master didn't eat, he gave the slave and the house um the house slave. And whenever the 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 master was sick, the house Negro would be like, "Boss, what's wrong? We sick?" The monster that he thought that he was. But he was the he was the master himself, so he would just the house negro would um would would put him and the slave master as one in one the mindset of that, and that's what Jason Whitlock is, man. Yeah, and the reason why we call him that is because this was clearly an act of racism. Yep, clearly an act of racism, and he goes and said, "No, LeBron, you have money, so it's just an inconvenience." Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm wondering is if that happened to a poor person. Would he be saying this thing? Because right now he's saying, oh, only if it's poor people. Mm-hmm. But say this never happened to LeBron James. Seeing this happen on, on someone, you know, it's, it made national news because someone on the block. Would he say it's an inconvenience? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Because he, he has a history of attacking black athletes. Mm-hmm. He, I've never heard him attack a white. I mean, I've never, never ever heard him Why attack a white Why would he attack athlete? a white athlete? Because they're, that's, those are his bread and butter. Yeah, if he attacks the, and the he's, he's having too much of those. Yeah, <laughs> so he's afraid. I mean, he he feels that being that he's out of platform and that he can't get fired. I remember, um, he was debating with Chris Broussard, and he told Chris, "Yo, man, this is my show." And back in my mind, I was like, "No, you're on Fox Sports. You don't own this show. Fox could replace you and any minute of time." This is Colin Cowherd's show yeah. with Jason Whitlock. Exactly. So yeah, it's it's you know it's a show. Speak for yourself that he said this on. And, you know, it, it irks me because we this is something that black people we've always had to deal with. And what's unfortunate is that there are some black people who really think that racism does not exist, mm-hmm. whether because they truly never uh, experienced racism or they just don't want to refuse to admit it. And they want to they want to please the white man and say, no, it does not exist. And there's also the black people that once you get out of where you get out of poverty and you reach a certain level and you're just like well i did it so you should do it too so they continue like instead of helping a brother out to pull him up they push you down like yo what's wrong with you man it's good out here if i did it you can do it but the same opportunities you got i didn't get that so he's over here talking like oh it's real easy to be black because i have this car i have this condo and everything like that but not you're living at what Certain like the one percent, you're living at the one percent. The other ninety nine percent still struggling, my guy. And this pretty much says, you know, Charlemagne said it, and I, I agree with it. I mean, I actually thought that before Charlemagne said it. Jason Mulock is someone who just does not love himself. <laughs> he 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 just he wants he wants to be something else. So he tries to put on this persona as you know, pretty much the white man's puppy. Essentially, mm. you know, I I don't like to say that, you know, but it's it's kind of true. He wants to please the white man and constantly say things about black or about black people like he isn't black and all that stuff jason willock is a man i'm sorry he just doesn't love himself and he says things to to spite others due to due to the fact that he he has his own insecurities that he just tries to hide Mm -hmm. by just being to be quite frank with you a complete dick on tv yeah like him attacking serena williams one of the greatest athletes we've ever seen it's It's just like insane it's just like uh, probably uh, was it girls like Serena's not talking to you back in the day. That's why you're attacking them, bro. Exactly. Like, he on, pretty bro. much said that she uh, she she's lazy and doesn't care of her body and called her like she said her body is just he body shames her essentially. Him he has no right to body shame, shame anyone. nobody. 
as as LeVar Ball said, he should be commenting on snacks. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the goat LeVar. Right? Yeah, man, facts, man. They did him dirty on on Fox, you know, yeah, try to man. play that, you know. But you know, that's that's old news. I don't want people coming at me. Yeah, man, alternative facts. All that stuff, you know. You, yeah. you guys know that I'm a fan of LeVar Ball. I'm definitely, I'm definitely a fan of LeVar. Also, man, I, yeah. I definitely respect what he does for his family, man. I mean, put his family first, and that's what you're supposed to do as a man. Undefeated, Unde- <laughs> never lost. <laughs> so yeah. So now, um, yeah, man. so honestly, with Lavar, I'm um, not Lavar. I'm um, Jason Whitlock. Um, he still has a platform to speak, and he's basically by every single day. He's just digging a deep. You know, it's bad. Fox News want that though, yeah, because but, Fox News is trying to come at ESPN. Yeah, fact. So they, they got it. They, they got it. Yeah. But it's so crazy when white people just. <laughs> I, if you when when he was saying that stuff about um, LeBron James, you read the comments, and even white people were like. I don't think that's right. Um, I, I think this yeah, is wrong. This um, is you know, just, just, this is not. I don't think he. I don't think he should be saying this. Yeah. So, so definitely. So, Jason Woodlock, we already see what you do. This is a. This is something that's been through the test of time. A black man that's always been a puppet to bring that they bring him whenever they have black topics. They send these black people to say, "Oh no, no, it's okay. It's not that bad." We know if you really understand what's going on, it's happened. It's happened before. It's happening now. It will continue happening. But yeah, let's use our brains and understand what's going on. And pretty much guys like that, house Negroes, Uncle Toms, whatever you like. That's exactly it. Was coon. That, he's a he's a coon in every sense of the word. Man. Yeah, is that he coon. truly is? I don't like using that word against a black man, but that dude is a coon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so you know, let's move on to another topic. That's not coon. Uh, a lighter topic. You know, I'm done talking about this house Negro, the NBA Finals. Oh man. And I mean, I told you guys. <laughs> I told you guys. Like, <laughs> yo, did I pick that pick Golden State in four? Nah. First, first, what you did is I said Golden State in fives. And he was yeah. like, whoa, whoa, what? Nah, like that series at least going sevens. At first, he said seven. Yeah. And then after you said that, yeah. you had a you you thought about it. It's like, oh nah, like this ain't happening. Nah. Like you like you was one of those people who I first said Warriors in seven, but then you can't see a sense of like, yo, this there's no way this series is gonna go seven games. Yeah, this this is the this is where I thought about it. My fault to interrupt. This is nah. how I this is how I thought about it, this is how I think about it. Well, probably not even now. But if it goes seven, it's going to the Cavs. Yeah, I, I I was telling you this the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if this series actually goes, to, like, there's absolutely no reason why this series should go seven games. Not at all. There's no reason why this series should even go six games. It, it should be over go, at most. It should be over at five. It should even go four games. Yeah, it's going. Yeah, and <laughs> if this series goes seven games, that means that the Cavaliers figured something out. Yeah, either one of the big four from the Warriors got hurt, or the Cavaliers figured something out and they neutralized that lethal offense. And in order for that to happen is they would actually have to have a decent defense instead of one of the worst defenses that I've ever seen from a championship contender. Man, I don't think, I don't even think, yo, you got to have A1 defense. I don't even think, you got to have like five Devonish Rodmans. You you would literally, you would have to have the elite, you have to be an elite shooting team. Yeah. You would have to have elite isolation players. Yeah. And you'd have to have Elite man-to-man defense. It's, it's crazy. And it's, guess what team has all those three? Golden the Golden State, State Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> and they're the only team that so has the only, So the only team that could be the Golden State Warriors is the is Golden, Golden State, State Warriors. That, that's exactly <laughs> it. Like, I, I've I've been saying this for even before even before the playoffs started. You know, I, I you know I did say, you know, the Cavs may be a little vulnerable. Maybe yeah. teams could steal a couple of games in the East. I was dead wrong about yeah, that no, because it. I expected the East to be. Because I, I knew that the Cavs are in, they're, they're declining right now. 
because yeah. their defense is atrocious. And yeah. I was like, this is the year that a team could probably still maybe two or three games, maybe make this go to a seven games, maybe get the Cavaliers a scare. Yeah. I say, you know, I did say, yeah, the Cavs is going to go to the finals, but it might be a little more difficult for them. Nah. I was obviously wrong about that because the East just was not competitive with them. But then, but no, but I, I can't say the East was LeBron is just that great, man. Yeah, LeBron, that's the thing. They're LeBron. not comp- in order to be, they yeah. can't compete with him, so yeah, it's exactly. not competitive. You're right, you're there, right, there's not right. another LeBron. Yeah. There's not even a close second. There's not even a close second in the East. Yeah, boy. it's and, LeBron to everybody else. And I, I've been saying is that the Cavaliers' defense is historically bad for a championship contender. Mm-hmm. If you have a defense that bad, there is no way in hell that you're going to beat the Golden State Warriors. It's not happening because the way the Cavaliers and the way their defense was bad in the playoffs as well. The thing is that other teams were just straight up missing their shots. Mm. Everyone was like, oh, what do you mean their defense is bad? They, they've been beating all these teams, giving all the under 100 points or whatever. I was like, yeah, they've been out shooting these teams and playing at a better pace. But these teams, they're, they've been just been missing wide open shots. They, they've played teams with only one or two go-to scorers. The only team that they played that had two go-to scorers is the Toronto Raptors, and those, those are two mid-range shooters. Mm. And mid-range, the mid-range game is, is a lost start, and it's proven to be inefficient in today's NBA. In the 90s, yeah, you could win with a mid-range game. You're not winning with a mid-range game in 2017. So I said the only way the Cavs could beat the Warriors is if they slow down the game, make it a half-court game instead of a full-court game. That's not what they're doing. And even if it was a half-court game, the Warriors still better that because they have a guy named Kevin Durant who could score against a half-court game. So, you know, I did say earlier, you know, um, with the Spurs, and they're they're a team that makes you slow down the pace, make you play in the mud. Last with the Cavaliers, you know, on top of Draymond getting suspended for Game 5, Steph Curry not being 100%, and -hmm. the Warriors losing their top run protector. Yeah, the Cavaliers was able to slow down the game and keep the game, like, at least not being 140 points. He slowed down the games, make the play in the mud, make the Warriors work for every single shot. Yep, yep, yep. The Warriors are not working for every single shot. They're getting every... Now... They are getting, you know, um, Kevin Durant is making some extremely con- tough contested shots. Steph make contested shots, but that's what superstars do. do. Who, who, who said Kevin Love? Kev- Kevin Durant. Oh, Kevin Durant. Um, that's a Kevin Love? I probably did. I'm sorry. So, Kevin Durant, Steph, they're making these contested shots. But when you're an elite player, you're expected to make those. MVP. Yeah. And now, if these guys are making that, – that's understandable. Contested fadeaways from three and all the pull-up dribble, that's, that's, that's acceptable. But when you're losing guys on defensive rotations and the guy's wide open in the paint – or you leave a guy driving to the to the like in game one. Kevin Durant was driving the ball. Steph Curry flared out to the three point line, mm-hmm. and Jr. went Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, it it is probably because Steph Curry is such a great three point shooter. You probably you probably assume that that's like a layup for him. Yeah, exactly. Maybe this is a new NBA that we're playing in, but you you don't leave the guy driving to the paint for a three point shooter. Yeah, like you just don't do that. It's it's something, it's basketball one on one. It's something you learn when you first pick up a ball. Mm. You 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 don't protect the paint. You, you have to protect the paint. You you don't leave the guy in the paint to cover the guy at the at the three point line. But yeah, and also that shows you how much a fast break change a game has changed oh, yeah, because definitely. normally on a two on one fast break, both guys go to the basket. Yeah. Now you got one guy playing off the three point line. True. If you did that in high school, you're getting benched. You know, back in the day, mm-hmm. or or in NBA, you're getting benched back in the day. Mm-hmm. But it's I mean you got. You got anything you want to add? Like, no, um, I'm looking at game two. You talking about game one or game two? I, I was just talking about both, but game one that play stood out, game, really stood out to me, and that one. that pretty much shows how bad they are defensively. Game one it was a blowout. 
game one it was a slaughter, slaughter. Yeah, I mean, but, game one, the game ended after the first two minutes. Yeah, basically, I, I actually fell asleep because once after the first the first quarter, I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. But game two was a little bit better. It was a little bit better. It was, it was a, little a little more competitive. Bit, it was very but, much competitive. But, yo, Kevin Love is, is balling. He's scoring. He had like 25 points. LeBron James fucked around, is averaging a triple-double. Yo, LeBron can't do no better right now. Kyrie is still lost in the source because right now they got clay on him. And then whenever he jumps for the ball, whenever he tries to do a jump shot, Kevin Durant's in his face too. It's so funny with Kyrie is that when he's playing great, he's a top three point guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's playing bad, he's not a point guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Monte Ellis, Monte. a shooting guard in the point guard's body. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but this is how I assume the yeah. basketball trolls talk. <laughs> <laughs> monster truck, monster truck type of. Uh, Kyrie Irving, you're not a point guard. You're a shooting guard <laughs> at the height of six two. You're not an Iverson. Six two. Maybe six one. I'm not too sure. <laughs> and, and it's just like you know the thing about with with Kyrie is yeah okay you know he's not doing the things Kyrie is doing but even if Kyrie was doing those I right, maybe instead of losing by thirty or twenty to lose by ten mm-hmm. and they have Clay Thompson or Kyrie Irving so you can't yeah. you can't say Kyrie Irving you know you can't blame this yeah Kyrie Irving is, is is an elite offensive player so he yeah. should be able to get his own yeah but he has an elite defender on him yeah he, he has an elite defensive team yep. and now with this team this finals and last finals is last finals you had Draymond Green and Iguodala protecting the paint yeah this year. You got Zaza Pachulia Zaza. and JaVel McGee. JaVel McGee. So you have seven footers protecting the paint. Three time Shaq and the Fool um, MVP. Yeah, and it's. I'm sorry. I don't. I have. I really don't. Like, I've, I'm not going to. Before I came here, I really try to think how can the Cavs beat this team? And there's. Unless. Unless a miracle happens. <laughs> or unless. You know, KD gets hurt. They're not being this team. I no no. There is a way. There is a way. Like win a game or win a series. Win a series, not oh, win nah, a nah. game. No no no. Because there's easier way to win a game because nah, nah. Okay, if they you, win. <laughs> you come home, you're pumped. You know yeah. the Warriors are missing their shots and you're making all of your shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it's, it's unlikely, but that's a, but you you're not you're not beating this team four times. No, nah, definitely not, son. No, nah, I mean like it's not happening. And this is the year, like the first year, Kevin Love was hurt. Kyrie got hurt in overtime. Last year, the Warriors were hurt. Draymond Green got suspended. This year, everybody's everybody's healthy. And the, and you know what's crazy is before the uh, the series started, everyone was like, "Yo, who you got?" I was like, "Warriors easily." They're like, "What Warriors easily?" I was like, "Yeah, this year this series is gonna go five games." I'm only seeing five just because I'll just give the Cavs a game. Yeah. I would go sweep. Out. I'll just give the Cavs a game. And like that, what? You got that and this is the first thing they would say. Did you not see what happened last year when they blew a 3-1 lead? Yeah, I was yeah. like, yes, I saw it, idiot. What I saw was in game five, Draymond got suspended. Steph yep. Curry clearly was not 100%. Facts. Andrew Bogut got hurt. Yep. And they didn't have a guy named Kevin Durant on the team. Harrison Barnes was missing open shots. Like, he 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 could not score. Harrison Barnes, was, yo, he was wide open. He reminded I, me of a Landry Field. And Harrison Barnes, I believe, scored 63 or 64 points in the, all of last year's finals. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. KD got 70 plus the first two games. Exactly. And when, when you know, also you have guys like, oh, their bench is not good. Mm. They sacrificed the bench. No, their bench is younger. younger. They play a nine-man, eight-man lineup, yep. really. Uh, 
And what they're doing is, as I've been saying, they're staggering minutes. Yeah. First, you got the big four together at the floor, mm-hmm. and then you take off Clay and Draymond, and then after that, you just have Steph and Durant, and then after that, you switch to two, and it's like at every point, if if those two guys are the best player on any team in the league, mm-hmm. that team is a playoff team. Facts. So. They're not losing a lot of offense. Now, for the Cavaliers, they can only afford to, to rest LeBron for about 20 seconds Yo, before you a, a four-point lead goes to 20-point lead for the Warriors. Yo. And it's just the it, – I, I, I really want to – like, I don't – like, I've been telling you guys, you know, and people people who's been arguing with me about this series, you know you are. I went, There's no way the Cavs are beating this team. And now you're in shock that the Warriors are dominating. And then so, some of you still think the Cavs are going to win. No, because remember the 3-1 lead. Yeah, and year, people so. don't understand that that does not happen with, without without a legitimate reason. Yo, Le- LeBron looks so tired in the third quarter. Oh, he was gassed. Yo, he was, I've never seen LeBron tired. I've never seen him like this. Yeah, because he's not human. That's true. He he's just someone who's who's always in incredible shape. Yeah, incredible shape. And like, even though he's he's thirty two years old, yo, you'd expect him to have the condition of a twenty two year old yo, he, based on how much he takes care of his body. Yo, bro, I was looking at LeBron like in the first the second game, he dunked on Ugadala. Ugadala oh my nasty. Yo, and he, yo, I'm just and it was off a fast break. I'm like, yo, not only that, it's the finals. And you still got legs like that, bro. Another thing is they've rested him pretty much the whole season. Yeah. And the, the Cavs knew that the East would be there for the take. They didn't care yeah. about seeding. No, nah, they didn't Like, care. they don't, like, the Celtics are going crazy after the more seeds. Like, go ahead, take them on and see. We'll, we'll still whoop your ass. Yeah, like they did. Yeah. And they knew that they needed. LeBron knew he needed all the rest he can for the Warriors. Yeah. During this season, when LeBron kept saying, I need help, I need help. And they got Darren Williams and Kyle Corbin. He still said, I need help. And everyone was like, damn, LeBron, you want the whole world? And LeBron how, needs the whole world to beat the Warriors. He Darryl, knew what he was talking about. How many points Darren Williams has in the finals right now? Zero. Kyle Corbin. Like and that's another thing. People say, oh, but they got Darren Williams and Kyle Corbin. Darren Williams haven't been nice since the Commodores were, were making music. <laughs> Kyle Corbin is a shooter, and that's it. Mm-hmm. He's a one-trick pony. Yep. If he's not making his shots, you're literally playing four and five basketball, and you're you're not beating this team. Question. All right. Should, can we go? All right. Let let's let me throw a, a monkey wrench in this. All right. Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. Asks for a buyout and he joins the Cavs. Do they have enough to to beat the Golden State Warriors then? Because it can't be a trade. Because you can't trade Kevin Love. Then it doesn't make sense. Can they beat the Warriors? Hmm. <sighs> Damn it. That's a that's a good. You you got me there. Because like he's not. Because they're gonna go to the championship next year again. They're going to the championship, and it's gonna be the same thing. So the only person that's not ha- and there are free agents out there, but they don't have cap space, all this uh, uh, stuff. So we get they they get Armelo, he comes off the bench probably, or they adjust the rotation. Do they have enough to beat the Warriors if they get Carmelo Anthony? I would say no. Mm-hmm. But it would be a, a six to seven game series. Yes, I think so too. The only reason why I'm saying no is because you're getting Carmelo, who's a year older. But yep. then again, they're mostly going to rest him a lot. A lot. And also is that's not making your defense any better. 
True. And your defense is your weakness. Now, it'll make your offense just that much better, mm-hmm. but it's not making your defense better. And but to also, beat the Warriors, you, you, you can't outshoot this team. Well, it's slow, but you're also slowing it down. Melo gets his spots. He shoots. Remember when he was on Olympics? He was off the bench shooting threes. And then if he plays on the second team, he's posting. He's uh, How does class say? Posting and toasting? Yeah. I mean, whatever he says with nursery rhymes. <laughs> so, I know we didn't, we didn't talk about this, but I'm just saying, I think Carmelo Anthony is the only way for them to actually go over the hump and make it a more competitive series because you're going to run through the East. Now, the only person in the NBA who I think that could make the Cavs beat the uh, the Warriors in my personal opinion, I think the only guy who they could they could add, and I could I could say this is just going off the top of my head. The only guy who no, the only guy who they could add that'll make them beat the Warriors is Kawhi Leonard. And they can't, they won't be able to. Yeah, obviously you won't be able to, but I'm just throwing yeah. a scenario like the only guy like yeah, yeah, basically is what I'm saying. Of you course. would need a guy who's a great offensive player and an elite defender. Yeah. That's what you need. Because you need you don't you don't just need one because the Cavs have a lot of offensive players on this team. Yeah, they have no defenders. Their yeah. only lockdown defender is LeBron James. After LeBron, who's their best defender? Mm. Tristan Thompson, a six nine power forward center who's not a shot blocker. No. Iman Shumper, an overrated perimeter defender. He's decent, but he is an overrated defender. Yeah. You, um, Paul George, he has one year left though. You, you matter of fact, you could if you could put a package. I think Paul George would probably help him because he plays the two. Yeah, Paul, Paul George. Paul George. So can you help trade him. if you were to trade um, Jr. and Iman Shumpert and your draft picks. I think I think that would be the best thing. Now this is how crazy. Like imagine this conversation right now. We're saying that the Cav- the Cleveland Cavaliers, a team with LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Love. Yeah. In order for them to beat the Warriors, they would have to add a Carmelo Anthony, a Kawhi Leonard, or a Paul George. Yeah. You need four superstars to win a championship nowadays. Yeah, you definitely do. Next thing you know, it's probably going to be like five, and you need a superstar to come off the bench. Yeah. It's 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 insane, and, and I've been saying this. If, like, the Cavaliers are are the second best team, you could argue with the Spurs. Who knows that they would win a series against the Spurs because the, the Spurs' defense could shut down the Cavaliers. Of now, course. who knows if they'll win a series or not. But you could say right, the, the Cavaliers is the second best team in the league. And if the Warriors is doing this to them, mm-hmm. And the Cavs did what they did to the East. Mm-hmm. You have a big gap from one and two. Yep. You have an even bigger back from two and the rest. Yep. You, well, I mean, the, the Spurs, Spurs and Cavs. I, I guess they're a push, possibly. But mm-hmm. after that is, there's just no one who, who could compete with this team, like at all. And like I said. Expect some big moves to be made this offseason. Another yeah. team to look out for is the Pelicans. I need to look up how many cast space they got. Because there's a possibility they could sign a Gordon Hayward or um, a Chris Paul or even a Delina Gallinari. To, I wouldn't mind a Chris team. Paul going because that's a good look, him going back home. Um, Chris Paul and a um, And imagine that pick and roll game with Anthony oh, Davis. Son, and if, you made, if you made Tyson Chandler an all star, what would you do with that boy? Come and on, now man. that Anthony Davis. And um, Demarcus is pushing the game out to the three point line. Is now you could do a pick and pop with them, a oh, pick yeah. and roll, or what you could do is you could do in a pick and roll with CP three and Demarcus, and you just have Davis stand in the corner. So if 
eventually the, the corner guy is going to have to help me. You have a guy wide open for the three. Yeah, man. And, you know, who knows? You know, this is something that, you know, these GMs, they have to be really, really creative yeah, when it comes to constructing to. their teams. Yeah. Also, there's rumors about CP3 joining the Spurs and all that stuff. Which I don't think is oh, that's smart at all. A lot of people think it's good, but I don't think so. Nah, I'm not sure. Um, Why would I pay that much money for an aging superstar? Yeah. The, and you have those young, that wasn't The Jonathan. Spurs is too, and yeah, and like I said, I was just about to say, the Spurs know how to make talent. At yep. them. They're good for finding diamonds out the rough. Yep. Why would I pay Chris Paul a full max at the age of 32 yep. when I could probably get a 23 or 24-year-old journeyman yep. who hasn't discovered his talent yet? Yep. So that's something that you know I'm not sure it would happen, mainly because the Spurs might feel like they might not need him. Or is just too much in the cast because the Spurs don't overpay people. They're like the Patriots no. of the NBA. Yeah, they don't. They overpay. don't overpay guys. I've never seen them overpay, and they don't even pay Tim Duncan, who was mm-hmm. their guy. Yeah, and it's like you know what the Patriots do after we're done with you. Bye bye. Yeah, we'll exactly. get someone else coming. All right, come in. If you're replaceable, they replace you. If you're not replaceable, you'll get paid. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the Patriots only gave Gronk and Tom Brady those, those big contracts, yeah. and the Spurs only gave in Quiet Leonard that big contract, mm-hmm. and you know. Uh, Tim Duncan has always taken pay cuts. Yeah. So my whole thing is, do you realize now why? Um, no. Do you reason? Do you realize why Kevin Durant left OKC now? Yeah, because he saw that there's no way he's beating. He's gonna beat the Warriors with OKC. There's no way that OKC would be able to add another superstar with their small market. There's no way that he would ever become a championship if he stayed with OKC. And also, he felt his game pretty much did not coincide with with Russell Westbrook. They they just couldn't play together. There's two things. I think this, these are the two reasons why he left. One, upper management fucked up. First off, you get rid of James Harden, who for the past three years. It's not years, their fault because if, if anyone's to blame, it's pretty much Dan Gilbert. Because what happened with that CBA is pretty much Dan Gilbert and the rest of the league was bitching because he got the big three together. Yeah. So what they did was place that that uh, that luxury tax hold so that teams can have three superstars. And when that rule was made, they had to get rid of James Harden or else they'll, they'll be hit hard with the salary cap with the luxury tax plus they'd be in the repeated tax and they're ready to spoil market team exactly the owner's gonna go broke off of that i understand that and and it just it but at the same time you, but i'm sorry but but now the new cba would have protected them because this new cba allows you to keep your superstars for a period of time without you having to deal with that luxury tax and all that stuff i get it i get it so he saw james harden go cba or not cba james harden's gone houston First year, he's in a running for the MVP. Second year, I don't think he was. His third year, he's in a running for the MVP. This year, he's in a running for the MVP. Right? And then they'll go, okay, we're going to keep Serge Ibaka. You can't teach seven feet. That's what they always say. You can't teach seven feet. Serge Ibaka. Well, but even before that, they get rid of Jeff Green, the guy that he got drafted with in Seattle. So Jeff Green, he had the heart problems. He get traded, I think, Boston. He's out. So now it's only... Serge is gone. Serge is still there. Well, anyway, Serge Ibaka is gone. He's with the uh, no before 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 Kevin Durant. So Serge, yeah, Serge got traded when KD left. Okay, so it's Serge and um and Westbrook. Westbrook is a talent. I'm not gonna lie. He's he's a good he's a good basketball player. Point guard, I don't know. So when he's in Golden State, he's in the finals. First game, 
Steph Curry sees that Kevin Durant is hot. LeBron can't hold him. We kept on doing, feeding him. Yeah. Feed me, see more. Feed me. But if he was in OKC, what would have happened? Oh, uh, pull up. So. That's it. That's what we'll pull up. Yo, yeah, it's, oh, you'll no, get it you, when you get it. You hot? No, no, it's my turn now. You got two baskets. Let me yeah. get two. Let me get yeah. my two. Let me get mine. So I'm trying to argue with people and say, like, yo, Westbrook, he left. Another reason he left was because of Westbrook. He went to a place, a better situation, a place that, yo, the guy's going to feed me when I'm hot. I don't have to fight for the ball. Send so I'm watching one game. Um, I think I don't think it was against Golden State. And Kevin Durant is hot. So they were down by like five or seven. Kevin Durant gets them back. So it's the last second of the game. And um, Westbrook has the ball. Kevin Durant, they run down the court. Kevin Durant puts his hand up. Mind you, the man already scored about seven points straight. So the man hot. Kevin Durant waving his hand up in the air. Who shoot the shot? Russell. Westbrook. And what was it? A brick. And they went to overtime and they lost. So I'm just like, yo, why would I not leave? First off, my team is not keeping the players. We're in a small market. And I'm playing with a dude that, yo, my turn, your turn, your turn. Come on, and man. And he saw that. This is the, like, the Warriors have to, they were able to get him. And, like, yo, not only can I win one championship, I can win multiple, multiple championships. championships. And also, people, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, he, he did join a team that was already great without him. But if I join this team, I'm, go- I'm going to be the best player on this team. Yep. And a lot of the championships, I'm, I'll get credit for them because I played a big role in it. Yo, he's the MVP right now. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is I saw this coming in 2010 when LeBron came to Miami. And I, I remember I was the only, like, well, real Heat fan in my high school. And people people always bang on me, like, oh, LeBron's a bitch, whatever, all that stuff. He soft. He left. You know, he left Cleveland. I was like, yo, if any NBA player was in that same situation, they would do the exact same thing LeBron did. Now, KD... Is, is not is nothing compared to what LeBron did. Like KB, uh, KD joined contenders, and he joins the team that already beat him. All that stuff. Who cares? He he wanted to win. He wanted to win. Whatever. He went with his best and, friend. Yeah, and I was like, LeBron saw that if he stayed in Cleveland, management wasn't listening to him. It's nope. a small market. No one wanted to go there, and you could go to Miami. Number one, you're M- Miami from Cleveland, the t- t- the city. That's that's automatically an upgrade. Oh man, South and Beach. You have Pat Riley down there. You have Dwayne Wade down there, mm. your boy, D, your, your boy, who you who you got drafted the same year as, your boy, who a few years ago in the finals just comparing his greatness in terms of being clutch to Michael Jordan. Michael, your yep, your they boy, were compar- they were comparing yeah. to Michael Jordan. People forget, people forget they were, that they were Dwayne Wade was Dwayne, prime Dwayne Wade was, was compared to Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. But, yep, they were. You guys seem to have some amnesia, some short term memory that you guys forget pri- about what that. What's called prison of the moment? Yeah, yeah, uh, and. He's like, yo, I could go to this team. We're going to take down the big three in the Celtics because people forget that the Celtics had a big three, yep. and they formed big three to take down that big three. Yep. We got the Lakers in the West, and, and Kobe's not – you know, Kobe's dogging with, with Paul Gasol and all of yep. them. They just won two championships in a row. They was going for a three-peat. Dallas was coming up. Yeah, and he's like, son, if I'm seeing in Cleveland – they, yeah, they're going to sign for the max, but I'm going to be here. I'm going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. And, the, and maybe he did play. You know, maybe I'll leave and they'll learn their lesson. I could come back. But – this is something that any person would do. Like, if any of you guys, I don't care what you say, you call KD a bitch. You would always, John. Yeah. Would you, okay, if I said you could earn a million dollars right now, mm-hmm. and 
you could work at your current job mm-hmm. where it'll take you about 10 years to earn that million dollars. Mm-hmm. Or you could go through that, the job that you're competing with and you'll earn that million dollars within the year. And I but, get a bonus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to go, John? And my, and my boys over there? Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Exactly. Like, this is things that every single person I've been would trying, do. I've been trying to tell people that all the time. The thing but, is, like, they, they, they don't want to believe in it. In high school, people were saying, oh, it's because you're a Heath fan, you're saying that. I was like, no, it's just common knowledge. You, Listen, it's human nature to do anything that's best for you. You didn't have to take the regents in your school, right? No, I did. Oh, you did? So, um, the, in history, they always, like, um, in the history regions, they always give you quotes, right? And then you have to, from that quote, and then add two history, two parts of history, and you write about them and compare them, right? And there was always one quote that I always remember. It said, um, if you don't, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. And you have to use that. Or oh, how did people not learn their history? And then they were doomed to repeat it. Basically, people are doomed to repeat it because... If you look at the Detroit Pistons, I think after they won their first championship or when they lost against the Lakers, they had the um, Isaiah's best friend. Damn, what's his name? He was the leading scorer in the league. They traded for him. It's not the first time this happened. Son, the Boston Celtics, how many how many Hall of Famers were on that team with Larry Bird? Oh, countless. Yeah, Larry Bird. You had uh, Kevin, Kevin McHale. McHale. You had, and uh, Kevin Rob- McHale was coming off the bench. You had Robert. You had Kevin- Robert. Just so you know, some of you uh, new basketball fans know, Kevin McHale is one of the best post players in yep. NBA history. Yep. Not 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 one of the best players of the 80s. and One of the best post, post players, players in NBA history. Yep. And he was coming off the bench. Coming off the bench. Kevin McHale, Robert, Robert Parrish. Oh, pa- oh I don't know. I forgot. Who's the, who's, the, who's the fourth guy? I forgot his name. And then oh, how many how many um, um Hall of Famers did Michael Jordan play, play with? He played with Scotty. He probably he played with Dennis Rodman, who arguably to me is one of the best defenses of all time I've ever seen in my life. He, but think well, you know, Michael Scotty's pretty much the, the only Hall of Fame he played with. But Dennis is he, Hall of Fame now too. Dennis is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's a Hall of oh, Famer. Oh yeah, oh, good for him. And yeah, yo, the thing is, defensive player of the year. Like this. Dude, no, no, no. The thing is, I didn't think they would give it to him because it's his off the court. You know, yeah, yeah, pe- yeah. people have biases about that stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's pretty much going with the baseball hall of fame, which I don't want to want to talk about. Yeah, Pete Rose. Yeah, Pete Rose. You know they put the Simpsons in. Yeah, they that's, did. That's mad crazy. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so pretty much is Jordan played with guys who were elite at a skill level. Mm-hmm. You had an elite passers. Mm-hmm. You had elite shooters. Mm-hmm. You had elite defenders. Each of these guys was elite at one thing. It wasn't a bunch of you didn't have guys like um like in OKC who did they have? Jeremy Jeremy Lamb. Mm. You have Steve Adams. Yeah. Cleveland. Who did who did LeBron have? Mo Williams, Eric Snow, Larry Hughes, Drew Gooden. Anderson Verjao, like Elgaskis, the man with a one-inch vertical. Yeah, yeah, and pretty much the d- d- these moves have been made. Like, yeah, it did shift the competitive balance in the league, but now teams are going to aim to get at Golden State. Oh yeah, t- t- it's going to happen. That's how dynasties rise, and that's how they crumble. Teams rise up to the occasion. And yeah, you know, maybe the next two or three years the Warriors might dominate, but you know, we're gonna have and NBA has, has always have dynasties. The, the Lakers versus Boston, New York versus the Lakers, um, the Lakers versus 
Oh, I said Boston. Right? Lakers versus Boston. The Lakers versus whoever. I'm going to go out on a limb. Ever since the 60s, in each decade, there has been at least one team that won four championships. Yeah. Just me going off a limb. Yeah, just, yeah. just just guessing. And Let's say three just to keep it safe. I'll say four. I would have said five. I was like, now nah, I'm gonna say four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every decade, a team has at least won four championships. And, you know, I, you know, I enjoy it. like I'm a fan of basketball. I'm a fan of history. This is history. We watch like people like, oh man, oh, oh fuck. But like, yo, you're gonna be able to tell your kids like, yo, I remember the Golden State Warriors. They used to be in a championship all the time. I seen this dude LeBron James being in seven championships. Yo, that seven finals. And I'm, I'm telling eight. you guys right now. Right now, it seems bad. Yeah. But boy, are you guys gonna love when Golden State falls. Oh yeah. It's gonna be is when Golden State falls, which yeah. is it's gonna happen eventually. Like two you years. guys are gonna love it. Yeah. You, you, you and this is what is building that narrative. Like yeah, they're dominant now. Whatever. Yeah. Like I said, it's always been dominant. And the one argument that people have is yes, there's been dynasties, but it's at least been competitive. Like the Bulls always have to compete. Um, the Lakers always had to compete. The not Celtics le- had to compete. Not, not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, you knew they were going to win, but there was some form of competition where it, it was complete blowouts in every single series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the argument that people are saying. Okay. And like, but still, the the only thing better than the rise of a dynasty is the fall of a oh, dynasty yeah. and seeing a new regime take over. And we loved we loved when we see um, recently the Miami Heat when they fell. People loved it. But that's what I'm saying. People hate greatness, but you they enjoy do. it when when you look back at it. Like you know how many times I hated the Bulls because I was a Knicks fan? I hated Jordan. But when I seen them but looking back when people were like, yo, was it a good was it good? Yeah, it was hella good. Quick question, when is when did people start actually liking the Lakers and liking Kobe? I, when they started liking Kobe um shoot. After um after Phil, I think it's after Phil Jackson wrote his book. About Kobe, and then Phil Jackson came back. That's when they started liking Kobe, because um, no, they didn't start liking Kobe, and so Kobe stopped winning. People always hated the Lakers; they always hated Kobe. Oh, oh people, you know what? Matter of fact, when he retired, when he was retiring, yeah, yeah, you're that, right. that's people. Yeah, you're right. People hated Kobe from 2000 2010. When they when did they stop hating Kobe and the Lakers? When they started hating LeBron James and the Miami Heat. Yep. People don't hate the Heat anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, who do everyone hate? The Golden State Warriors. Exactly. So yeah, it's, it's, it's it's just an ongoing cycle. The same of, people. Yo, I have friends that I'm on group chat with. They hated LeBron when he was in Miami, but now they, they love they LeBron because he he went back home and all that stuff and that that bull crap, whatever. Come on, man. They hated LeBron, and but now LeBron's the best thing. He he's the logo. And it's crazy because I remember when, because uh, I've been saying that, well, in high school, when LeBron was here, I was like, LeBron's going to end up being better than Jordan. I used to get hell for it. Like, you don't know what you're talking about, you know, basketball, how do you compare to Jordan, whatever. And now I'm saying straight up LeBron is better than Jordan. Mm. And now it feels like, mm, well, you know, you, you might have a point, but, you know, it could be a little, I was like, I was like wow. like ha, ha. But they're, they're like so different type of players, but I like. They're complete. They're not completely different. But yeah, but when I compare players, I'm talking about their overall game. Like if if you if you ask me who's uh who who has who's a better finesse player or Burnett or better at creating their own shot, you would say Jordan. But normally when you compare uh, players, you compare them overall players, and yet they do play different positions. But they're both wing players. They both play on the wing. Okay. So you you, you could kind of compare that. I mean, it's not the same as it's not the same as like say for example, if I'm current if I'm comparing LeBron to to Olajuwon or comparing Le- LeBron to Wilt. Which is two different uh, mm-hmm. games and two different type of players. It's two wing players that you compare. But yeah, so back back to what we're saying. So this Warriors dynasty, for now, yes, is bad. 
But people are still watching though. I love it. The first the it. first two games of, of the finals history. has been the most the most watched since ninety eight. Bro. So people are still, even though you're saying it's terrible for the NBA, for some reason you're still watching the game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. After KD told you not to watch if you don't like it. Yo, I asked my boy, I was just like, dude, so why are you watching? Like, yo, I'm looking at Because they're hooked on it. They, yeah. They're addicted to it. Because Whether they like they they love it. Whether they, they, they want to admit it or not. Yo, man, Vince McMahon, which is what Vince McMahon said, people would pay more to see a villain than actually see a baby face. And it's so true. I want to watch this person fall. I want, I want, they want Steph Curry to, you know, they want Steph Curry to break an ankle. They want KD to die, whatever. They like, want this to happen. Watch. Know, when the Warriors win the next two championships. Yeah. I don't know if they could go three P because we don't know if that team is going to rise by then. Yeah. Because by true. then, who knows what the Celtics are going to be? Who yep. knows what the, the 76ers are going to be? Who knows what the Timberwolves are going to be? Who knows? Who knows what the Knicks are going to be? <laughs> um, come on, like come on, man. we already know what the Knicks are gonna be. Come on, man, Porzingis. Yeah, man. so you, you you just and that's the thing, and then it will be so more, so more, uh, so much more satisfying if you see the the Warriors crumble and lose a crazy tough series in seven games, and you see them walk into the locker room with their head down. So you see this new team, this yeah. new young team. Yeah. People were happy. <laughs> What's crazy is people loved the Warriors when they first became nice, you yeah. know, really great th- uh, three yeah. years ago, and they beat the Cavaliers. Steph Curry, they lovable and all that stuff. Yeah. And then year two, they went seven three games. Like, oh my, I don't, I don't, I don't like this team oh, anymore. Like, oh my, jump shooting team? What is that? And like, oh my, I don't, I don't like this team anymore. Yeah, when Mark Jackson, was, when they won like 50 games and everything with Mark Jackson, and everybody was just like, uh, wow, this is good. This is a really good team on the come up. Oh yeah, they're gonna be good. And then, um, and then they won the next year they won, they was like, yo, who is this team? And then when they went for seventy three, they're like, Oh no, I don't like them. It's just like that, uh, that's what happens is you like you you want you like seeing the rise of these teams, but when they become too good, it's like, Oh no, okay, nope, you're too good. No, be bad again. Nah, I'm gonna see if someone else yo, be good. People now. don't love greatness. No, nah, that's the thing. People love greatness, but don't want to admit it. Yeah, and it's it's it's, it's jealousy as well because when yeah. you see when you see a team is great for consecutive years, like why isn't my team doing that? Yeah, exactly. Like what? Like what is my team doing at that? We're not up there. It's 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 just. Yo, and like I said, this is great for the game. I love I'm it. telling you, the rise, the f- I mean, the fall is even better than the rise. Oh yeah, yeah. When this team falls, man, yeah. you guys are gonna love it, yeah, and then yeah. there's gonna be a new team for you guys to hate, exactly. and then tenth, tenth, like. You know, six to eight years, we're gonna appreciate those. Like now, yep. here people say, "Oh man, I miss those." Like non-Heat fans, like on ESPN, I was watching when they were showing highlights of LeBron James back in the Heat days, yeah. and an ESPN anchor said, "Wow, I miss those days." Yeah, like yo, what? Now nah, you miss them? Yo, people were talking about Kobe and Shaq. They were like, "Yo, man, that was one of the greatest duos." I'm just like, uh, "Yo, oh, they hated him, especially when when they find out Tim Donahue, you know, um, fixed the series. What was yeah. that? The, the old one? Yeah, old yeah, Sacramento. Which one?" Damn, what was that? I think it was was it O two? Oh, I think I think I we're talking about yeah the Sacramento one because I remember that because that's when I I actually I was watching that series with my pops yeah and this I was like six seven years old and that's when like I didn't know basketball that well but that's when I really really started following and I see uh Mike Bibby Doug Christie uh Chris Webber mm-hmm. like those are my like those are my guys and I was actually rooting for the Kings I don't know why I was rooting for them I know because yeah, because you hated greatness you hated nah, here's the thing I didn't know the Lakers were great I just yeah, I don't know I don't know. Shaq, Maybe it's Mike Bibby's bald head that made me root for him. Who knows? Shaq, Shaq was just dominant, bro. Yeah. And, you know, back guy. then people hated them and yeah. despised them. And now you guys love them. Yeah, man. People just love. 
Cause Shrek is now a cartoon, uh, like a cartoon character. Like he's just like whatever. I mean, yeah, he's a clown. He's a clown. <laughs> I mean, look at him. Him and Barkley is, is great for TV. Oh man. yeah, I love it. I, yeah. I wish I wish they could do the NBA Finals. That yo, that's what I'm saying. Like with with sports, is that these guys? Yeah, they do do sports, but they're just so funny and loose and clowns about it. Yeah, yeah. And everyone else is being so damn serious. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which is why ESPN. We see them. They did fire a lot of people, but now I don't, I don't know if you noticed. They're hiring a lot of personality, yeah. people with actual personality and yeah. stuff like that, and these multicultural uh, people. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is they're trying to put more personalities in, in their shows. Yeah. Whereas for some reason, Fox News is trending the other way, and it shows that that way ain't working no more. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just people love personality and stuff like that on TV. And, yeah, you want to be personal. Stuff. Yeah. You, you, you need something to make it like you want to see... Charles Barkley talk about them big old woman in San Antonio. Yeah, exactly. You want to hear Shaquille O'Neal say barbecue chicken alert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you want that? <laughs> Yo, nah. You know what's barbecue chicken alert? Oh, uh, Steph Curry or LeBron James <laughs> mixing them. <laughs> that's barbecue, too much sauce. Barbecue that's chicken. Too much. People sauce. talk about he carried, but I that's see no too carry. much sauce. I see no carry. Yeah, it, it was a double dribble. I see. I see that he like double dribble for a split second, but I it's the NBA. Like you get away with that. I didn't see that. All I saw was he put that boy Man, in that mixer. All I saw on Twitter was Cavaliers fans just retweeting. Oh, oh, double dribble, double dribble, double dribble. Like yeah, LeBron carries every other Yo, he, possession. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> remember, I remember one time they called they called him out on that. He said it's called a crab. A crab yeah, that, that, that was that was uh, when he was when he was with the Heat. They called him out on that. Yeah, exactly. Like, they called him out on it. I'm like, Yo, LeBron like, carries the all the time. Yeah, look he at Isaiah it. Thomas. Isaiah Thomas gets to the rim by carrying the ball. Oh. It's the NBA guys get away with this kind of stuff. Yo, man, I'm just like, y'all, niggas, y'all worrying about, y'all worried about um, carrying. What about them threes? That's too much sauce. Oh, That's yeah. too much sauce. But yeah, but yeah, Whew. game game three is going. Had him on skates. Game three is who's it going to? Uh, hmm. I would say the Warriors. The only game that I could see the Cavs winning is game four because just in case the Warriors get a little too relaxed. But I don't think this team I think they learned a lesson from last year in terms oh, yeah, of relaxing. Yo, yo, I don't think they, yeah, that's the thing. If they don't, if they win today, is a sweep tomorrow, 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 Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like I said, I I wanted to say it was gonna be a sweep, but I just give them five games. Like, yeah, I'll just give them one game, whatever. But LeBron's knew, averaging a triple double. So. Like, yo, every and like I said, it's, I said this earlier. Every single person who asked me who you got, I said the Warriors easily. Yeah, I looked at me like I had ten heads. I was like, yo. This Cavaliers team cannot defend the Warriors. So LeBron James averaging a triple double, son. Yeah, it's and 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 he's losing by twenty. By twenty. Kevin Love, Love is averaging how many points? Kevin at? Love, the guy who who during his whole team with the Cavs, everyone called him soft and he disappears. He dropped twenty seven last game. Seven game one, seven. he had twenty one rebounds. Twenty and they're losing by, by twenty. I'm sorry, but right. this. No, I'm not sorry. I told you. I'm like, sorry, but I'm not sorry. Hey, that, yeah. I don't know, and I don't. I, I don't want to know. know. <laughs> I don't know, brother. Yeah, but it's so. Yeah, I I see the 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 Cav, uh the Warriors winning tomorrow night I, again no, Wednesday night. Listen, I want the Cavs to win tomorrow night, but I I don't see it. Uh, nah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, me. I mean, I I hate the Cavs. I try I try to not let that get in my way. My my basketball judgment. I try to be as unbiased as possible. I can't lie. I, I am enjoying the series only because the Cavaliers are getting blown out, to be honest with you. I don't like watching blowouts, but if it's a team that I don't like, 
I'll, I'll, I'll let it slide. Yeah, I don't. I already know that the Cavs fans are going to make excuses, so whatever. Yeah, I mean that's all they do. Either that, they're going to start burning down jerseys, mm-hmm. and maybe Dan Gilbert without an angry letter to Warriors. Yeah, facts. So um, we're gonna move on from the NBA Finals because we already know what's going on. Yeah, and uh, we're not going to get down by numbers. If you want to go numbers, according to uh, ESPN BPI, um, there's a 98 chance. Uh, percent chance the Warriors win the series. That's crazy. So yeah, and there's a two percent error. Yeah. So Colin Kaepernick, the uh, the Seahawks and uh, Pete Carroll decided that he's and I quote overqualified. They already have a starting quarterback, and Colin Kaepernick is a guy who should be a starting quarterback in the league. They admit that he is. He's he's a he's a good talent, and there's no way that there's 32 quarterbacks who's better than him. And so pretty much they decide not to sign him. And pretty much to give the reason is because he's a starter. Now, John, do you buy that, that they truly believe that he's too good to be coming off the bench, or do you not buy it? I do buy he is too good to come off the bench. No, but do you, do you buy it that that's the reason why they no. did not sign him? No, of course not. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah, you, you guys didn't sign him because this is a man who stood up for something, yep. who was brave enough. And that's yep. what I call brave. I don't call – let me not go there. Um that's what I call brave. That's standing up, you know, and people who's, who are against your protest, they they claim that they're against the way you're protesting when they're really against your protest. Mm-hmm. And you don't care. You know, you're continuing to fight for what you believe in. Yep. And now that is just a complete, it's, it's a heinous crime. Mm-hmm. It's worse than abusing your child. It's worse than beating up a woman. Mm-hmm. And he's unemployed because mm-hmm. of it. He didn't. Uh, he he didn't get busted for drug use or performing enhancement. Mm-hmm. He stood up. For or something. he didn't get accused for rape. Nope. All he stood up was for the disenfranchised. And mind people. you, the reason why we're saying all these accu- like these accused for rape and all that stuff, every any every player who's been accused of rape, abused a child, beat up a woman, drug issues. These guys currently have jobs in the NFL. Yep. And a, a a guy who took a knee during the national anthem. Does not have a job, and if you don't think he's being blackballed, then you need like you. I don't. I don't even know what to say. There's just something wrong with you. It, he's obviously being blackballed out of the league. It's really, really sad. Um, I mean, the NFL is somewhere is a league that I believe oppresses their players. Their players have no type of rights. The player using union is a joke in that league. If if I'm an NFL player. I'm. I, I don't know what the hell the union is doing for me because every single sport has more freedom than I do. And also, Donald Trump also said that um, the NFL owners are afraid of what I'm going to say. So basically, Trump supporters and Trump himself are putting their. I've never heard of a president actually put his stamp on not signing somebody. That's how scared they are of him. Yeah. About the protest. See how much power not only he has that we have as a people, but that they're afraid. But yet we 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 we're we're timid or we're too scared. And what what makes this worse is that some of the fans is some of the and another reason why teams are doing this is because one of the reasons, not the main reason, one of the reasons is they're afraid of the backlash yep. that they'll get from their fans. Exactly. And the fans like what is wrong with you? Some fans. You don't you want a guy to, yeah, not not all of them, but these fans this is a guy who you want him to be unemployed mm-hmm. just because he took a knee because black people, his people were mm-hmm. being shot dead in the street, mm-hmm. unarmed black men. And he was fighting for that. And you don't want you don't want him to have a job. You what want, is wrong with you? You want a guy that has good moral standards. You don't want that question. I want to ask you a question. 
the Chicago Bears, right? Mm-hmm. Do they need a quarterback? Yeah. But they signed Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. Three years, $45 million. $45 million, yeah. The 49ers, well, no, let's not say they do need the Yeah, but they're, they're done with them. The Eagles. The, I mean, they only started to have concert once. The Jets. Yes, definitely. Yes. But they signed Josh McCown. Josh McCown. It's absurd, man. But you knew the Jets weren't going to sign because Woody Johnson, what he said last year, he's like, no way in hell does a player on my team taking a knee during the national anthem. So that pretty much shows that even though he's off to international duties, whatever, mm-hmm. Woody Johnson, he's still kind of saying the Jets organization. And knowing how that the Jets, even if McCagney wanted to, there's knowing how that they, they were going to exactly. even interview uh, Colin. So the Rams, they have they have a rookie. Jared Goff. But he does he look like he's going to be something special? I mean, they barely played him last year, so you really don't know. Okay, okay. The Vikings. Um. Yes, Bridgewater is potentially done for for his career. And look at that they they have a good defense. They they are a win. We could say they are a win now team. Uh, they, eh, I don't know. I mean, they had a good quarterback, which is most the deal for most teams. But yeah, you 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 could say that exactly. So I'm just looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at these these players that got signed. Ryan Fitzpatrick, do you think he deserves a job? No. But he got signed. Yeah. To the Buccaneers. Mm. It's 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 and it TJ Yates it, to it the Bills. Sucks. You think he deserves? No. And what 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 sucks about this is you've pretty much pretty much what you're saying is that you're better off hitting a woman. You're better off being accused for raping a woman. Taking You're drugs. better off taking drugs, drinking while driving, or being high off drugs while driving. You're better off doing that than protesting against the black dis- people being killed in the streets. The disenfranchised. Yeah. You're, you're, which is what, and you know what? This, this reminded me of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is all because this is, this is obviously a, a, a race issue. Like, this is where I'm going with this. Pretty much with the, you remember with the Steelers a few years ago when they signed Michael Vick? And there was fans protesting against Michael Vick. Oh, and this is a year removed after Big Ben raped a woman. Of course. And she, 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 he raped her and then she dropped the charge or whatever because she got him or whatever. So you rather have an okay. Big Ben. He's white, right? I believe he's white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael Vick. Is he black or Chinese? I'm not too sure. No, black? black? Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Okay. So um, and, Michael Vick mm-hmm. was involved in dog fights. He was years ago. He wasn't even involved. His family was involved. He just—they were using his house, and he gave—he allegedly gave money. That yeah, that that's just called being involved. I mean, he wasn't like he didn't have a dog making yeah, his exactly. dog fight and he all that stuff. He wasn't training them. Himself. All right, so this guy served his time. He does his service. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he he's he's working against you know a dog abuse and all that stuff. He's making amends for his past actions. And I remember there was this one this there was one lady, obviously a white lady, saying. You know, I don't believe that people can change. I believe that whatever you do in your past is what you are for the rest of your life. And he's a murderer because he murdered these dogs and he'll forever be a murderer. Um, Number one, uh, miss, I'm pretty sure that you've done something pretty stupid in your life that you regret. And you want to make amends to make sure that people don't remember you by that one act because you're mm. you're trying to to repent for that life. You know, that's life is about second chances. No one lives a perfect life. Nope. Anyone who thinks that they're perfect is evil. I believe that you're you're straight up evil if you think you're perfect. Some mm. something is wrong with you. Something you're demented or whatever. And when you make these mistakes, is you you want to make amends for it. You want to make up for it. Mm-hmm. Now you're seeing that 
he's a murderer because you know he was involved in dog fight. Even though he didn't, he didn't, he didn't have dogs fighting. It just took place in his home and everything. That's so that's how he was involved. But yet, your quarterback raped a woman. So basically, and you're okay with that. So basically, a black man, a dog's life is more important than a black. A, a dog's life is more important than a black. Man's. I mean, it's pretty much been proven. I'm sorry, but you, I hate to say. This. Like you, I don't, I don't want to turn off turn off any of our, our white audience, but a lot of white people treat animals better than us, mm-hmm. which is sad. I think Jason Woodlock would say that um, what um, Colin Kaepernick is going through is inconvenience. It's an inconvenience. I mean, Jason Woodlock, funny you mentioned him, is when it first started, he said this is all about him. This is a publicity move. He wants people to talk about him. How does Colin Kaepernick gains anything from doing this? He kneeled against people are coming at him saying he's disrespecting the military. He's disrespecting the country by doing that. And and I do believe that some people were truly feel like he was offending the military. But I think 90 percent of you people saying that you just didn't like it because what he was doing. Like you didn't like the fact that he was doing it against, you know, cops killing black men. That's the only reason you're saying that you 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 did did not truly believe that he was he was offending the military. And if you try to tell me that, I'm going to tell you straight to your face, you're a liar. I'm, I'm sorry. A lot of people don't understand it. They just they just think, oh, well, it's because of the national anthem. Let's be real. Really listen to the second stanza. Like, national anthem was never written for us. This country wasn't built for us. Let's, he's trying to, we're trying to get equality and everything. So we're standing up to get equality, get respect, not for anything else. So And I see people supporting things like the, national, the Star Spangled Banner. Was written by I forgot Scott something whatever he he's known for hating black people and having black slaves, uh, and having slaves. I mean, all slaves were black, obviously. And this this song uh, was made for white people, pretty much. You know, I do sing the national anthem. I do respect and all that stuff. But Colin Kaepernick took a knee because he knew that that would get the attention of people. That would get people to start noticing this issue that's going on. That. Yes, you know, you know, people are gonna say, "Well, what about black people that kill black people?" We know that's an issue in in our society. But then again, my but, I, allow me to retort: What about white people killing white people? Why 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 aren't people really? Um, and white people kill people, white people on a higher level. See, this is, I don't I I don't like debating idiots. When you're an idiot, please step away from me because yeah. I don't want it to rub off of me. And, and unfortunately, these idiots are the people who have a voice and the people who are yeah. on TV and the people who are saying that Colin Kaepernick is doing this for a personal gain. House yeah. Negro Jason Whitlock yes. is doing this for a gain, doing this for his own publicity. When I had to think that he knew that this would this would hurt his career. And it did. And 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 now it's it sucks because Colin Kaepernick, there is not thirty two quarterbacks in this league better than Colin Kaepernick. Nope. I don't even think there's not even sixteen quarterbacks in this league better than him. Nope. And he's currently out of his job. He's unemployed. He obviously has no type of endorsements. Mm-hmm. He's giving money, you know, to support, you know, these even though I think Black Lives Matter is corrupt. That's a personal opinion of mine. But he he's given money, you know, to help with these Black Lives Matter movements and all that stuff, and he pretty much lost 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 a job. He's he's out of work because he's out of work. a black man's taking the stands out of yeah. work. He 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 stood up to the white man, and you're not supposed to do it. You know, it's like in in um some some different cultures. You know, want to say it's the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Mm-hmm. Pretty much is the wheel that makes noise and whatever mm-hmm. is you're gonna you're gonna go to that and, and aid it essentially. Mm-hmm. But in, in other cultures is the standing nails gets nailed down. Mm. 
And if you're standing up to something, you're going to be nailed down, hammered down, like, shut up. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're seeing the nail that's standing up is getting hammered down, is getting nailed down. And that's why a lot of brothers don't want to stand up for certain things. Exactly. You just keep your mouth shut and, and not do anything, like, just whatever. And I want to, like, a, a lot of times, um, um, the the brother brother O.J. Simpson, that's why he didn't want to stand up because he knew he saw what happened to the other brothers. But also, you know? O.J. started thinking that he was white as well. But that's after so, the fact. Yeah. If you watch the documentary, he said that a lot of brothers that stood up during the Olympics and everything, they didn't do very well for themselves. Mm-hmm. They lost a lot of money. He goes, yo, I still got my money. So it was just like, what do I do? Do I become rich? Or do I keep my, um, I'm supporting a lot of people because OJ support a lot of people. Or do I lose my, all my dudes and lose everything? Because Kyle Kaepernick now, and all the people that are standing up with him were the black dollars to support him as well. I mean, so that's another thing we got to talk about. This brother could go broke. I don't know what his investments are. I don't know what his – did he set himself up? Yeah, the, I mean, you, you got to hope he did. Like like I said, you know, there's a reason why I said he has no endorsements and he's mm. still giving money to these, these you know, so these, these uh, movements for Black Lives Matter or whatever and all that stuff. So, yeah, man. I, so, I, I'm a shout, out, shout out to go out to a real hero, man. And that's one thing, like, um, in – and this type of generation, we still see there are still leaders and people that will take a stand for certain things of inequality. And I support that brother and everything. Um, I wish there was more people like that. And I wish people would respect him. And the dude was in the prime of his career. Yeah. I mean, he still was in the prime. And I, I see people say, like, well, he wasn't that good. I'm like, he's dead better than Josh McCown. Better than Josh McCown. Better than Fitzpatrick. Better than Mike Glennon. Come on. Way better like, than those guys, bro. He, you're this, and, and you can make the argument. That if he was the starting quarterback for the Seahawks, would he not be doing what Russell Wilson is doing, if not maybe better? Better. Because people forgot how good this, this kid was a few years ago and with then, Jim Harbaugh and, um, in uh, San Francisco. I think that's the reason why they want to sign him, too, because he's too good. Yeah, he's, and he's, he's too, good. too good, and he seems to have bad quarterbacks. Yep. And when he's doing well in practice, you're going to have to start the quarterback. But no. You don't want to start the guy who who's standing against oppression and all that no, stuff. No, you rather get the the I won't I won't say what he rather get the guy that's not going to go against the grain, which is Russell Wilson. Yeah, which I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I, I respect them. I respect everybody for their own type of person. Yeah, who they are. and also you know I don't blame guys for not taking a stance because you got to think about your career. And you know, you know, you know this world's full of ignorant people who. If you stand up for something, they're gonna put you down for it. Yep. And you know it does. It requires an insane amount of bravery to do. It. That's why I think you know Colin Kaepernick is a brave person because yep. he he took that risk. He took the risk. You know, I, I people might I don't know if, if he knowingly take took the risk. I maybe he did. I I'm, I'm assuming he did because you got to know that 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 type of you know that that type of movement would, would cause some backlash, yep. especially if you're going against the cops who white people love, and you're going against. Uh, you know, you're going for black people who, or as people say, you know, with some of the people being shot, have a history of maybe not abiding by the law who are quote-unquote thugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's funny, and, you know, we're about to end soon, but one thing is a lot of people who, when they find out the, these men get shot by the cops, first thing they do is look at, does he have a history of crime? Yep. Even though they find out he's, he's unarmed or anything, oh, he probably have a history of crime. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking like that, or you, you're... Yeah. You're, you're racist, pretty much. Well, you're ignorant to the fact. No, a lot. I won't say that because I've. There's a couple of. Um, but you're saying he's like, oh, he had to deserve it. L- that's, if, that's, if an if an unarmed white teen got shot, 
What do you think would happen? We probably have benefit concerts for the kid. But this is the thing: a lot of them don't really understand how it is to be black. I remember um, Shannon Sharp said, "No, LeBron said um, one of the hardest things being America is a black a black person." And people he got backlash off of that. But people don't understand like just by you sitting down. Like for instance, um, I'll just I'll say a scenario. There's a person I knew that was smoking a cigar, and the cops. Pulled up behind him, and because they wanted to see if he was smoking weed, but there was a person, a white person, right next to him, doing the same thing. They didn't stop behind him, so mm-hmm. it was just like, people, like people don't understand. Like you're always in constant, um, you you're you're always guilty before for you're always guilty. You're, every time you walk the street, you're a threat. Yeah, every single time you're a threat. And the thing is, as a black, you know, as black men, you know, it happens to black women too, but you know, mainly black men in terms of being looked at as a threat is, you're considered a threat. Once when you're elementary school, mm-hmm. like in junior in junior high school, like I was barely five feet in junior high school, barely hundred pounds. I'm walking the streets, and a white person will see me and cr- automatically cross the street and stuff like that. You know, or I would be walking the street and automatically. You know, one time I had a cop follow me home mm-hmm. because they 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 suspected something stuff like that. You know, just stop and first. I've dealt with that. First time I ever dealt with that, I was 11 years old. So it's it's things that we've dealt with, things that's a reality, and you know. Some white people, you know, they're they're ignorant to it, but some white people, they just truly don't understand it, and they really don't. Yeah, and because for them, like I've had talks with them, just like for them, they've done crazier stuff. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen, you I've seen, I've seen a white person say, "I'm doing a citizen arrest." <laughs> that's like the whitest thing I've ever seen in my life. A black person can, if I see a cop doing something legal, brother, that's you. Yeah, later. Do, do you, brother? Do you? Do you? Bro, do you. But yeah, so yeah, so that's pretty much you know all we have to say. Colin Kaepernick, you know, unfortunately, he doesn't have a job, and because he he stood up for what he believed in, and that's pretty much all we have to say about that. John, got any last words on the topic? No, just no. That's it. It's sad that these other quarterbacks are getting jobs and getting paid pretty well, and Colin Kaepernick, who's a Super Bowl, who's been to the Super Bowl, been to Pro Bowls, and people are saying that he's done. It's just like it makes no sense. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, so, guys, you know, that's all we had for uh, today's episode on the Bowling Point Podcast, episode 12. Any last words, John? Nah, eat chicken. All right, there you go.